Welcome to the Soulful Essence Podcast. A show about building a business that you love using archetypes. I'm Yamilka. And I'm Sabrina. And we're here to help you discover the secrets to using archetypes to uniquely position your brand in the market. And identify the super fan that will lead you to massive growth. Hello, everyone. It's Yamilka and Sabrina, and welcome to the Soulful Essence Episode 5. Today, we'll be discussing the good guy or girl next door archetype. The method we have developed is called the archetype method. So what is the archetype method? Well, the archetype method is based on psychology and human behavior. We help companies increase their ROI by attracting top quality prospects we call super fans. So envision your future's customers' needs, boost customer adoption, and drive powerful product and service demand. So today we are talking about the good guy girl next door archetype. And so the archetypes live in four different axes, the belonging, the independent, the stable, and the dynamic. And on the belonging axes, we exist to bring people together. It's about caring, relationships, and human connections. On the independent axes, we exist to chart new territory and ask tougher questions. And it's about simplicity, achievement, and independence. On the stable axes, we exist to bring stability and assurance to the world. And it's about control, rigor, and analysis. And on the dynamic axes, we exist to bring revolution and fun to the world. And it's about transformation, conviction, and joy. So, as we said, the good guy is on the belonging axes. And so they all exist to bring people together and it's about caring and relationships and human connections. So Sabrina, tell us a little bit more about the good guy girl next door. Yes. Okay. So this archetype, it really promises the idea of connection. It connects people together in, in ways, you know, almost like the idea of tribes even, or like Uh, groups. Um, The idea of this archetype is really about um, that idea of connecting, that idea of social, the idea of um, being able to create networks. So um, the great thing about this um, character type is that um, it really focuses on how it helps people to fit into a group, a very accepting very um, inclusive. And so it's all about bringing people together around that common ground. So the good guy, or as we call it, the girl next door invites excellent culture to the community, a culture of openness and transparency. It's easy to see why so many new age businesses and founders base their marketing and branding strategies on genuinely connecting with their audience and sharing real experiences. Yeah, the, the good guy, um, good girl next door archetype is um, really like that kind of regular, you know, regular Jane, that common man that, um, you know, the girl next door. And that's what it's really based off of that um, idea that, uh, 
rather than trying to be different and special, the good guy really actually desires to fit in more, to be one of the guys, to um, connect and not really stand out. That's not their their goal. Um, and so when we think about the good guy, um, these are brands that are going to help us, you know, create tribe be a tribe, be included in a tribe. Um, and they are about really bringing people together into like, um, you know, workplaces and clubs and unions. These things are really expressed um, by that character often. Um, they want to, um, they want us to be able to connect um, with others and really at the core and the purpose of this character is that meaningful intent is really to to ground in belonging so what does that mean for brands yeah there's lots of brands in the world that we can see that are doing this so um you know the idea of brands having personalities and behaviors just like people um you know we go back and forth between this idea of people having these attributes because it's really easy to think about that person that's that like you know, everybody likes that friend, that um, guy that makes you feel included. Um, and that's the thing we think about when we think about the brands that do that as well. So, um, you know, the good guy and good girl um, next door can show up in a lot of different ways in brands. Um, and so um, let's maybe think about like, what does it take to be kind of a good guy brand like uh, what, what kind of uh, characteristics do they have so um, if we look at the brand assessment questions it would be like does the brand build the community is the brand empathetic and connected to reality does the brand bring people together does the brand bring the real me to the table so let's go uh, a little deeper and talk about motivation. So if we look at community, like, for example, I think Levi's is a really interesting example from a brand standpoint, um, kind of their, their tagline is live in Levi's. And um, they talk about everyone has a story. Everyone has a voice, you know, unisex collection worn by real people. Yeah, I mean... That is one great thing about, you know, the Levi's brand is it does bring people together. So there is this idea of, I mean, it's a product, but it really, it, it's a product that sort of, you know, everyone can wear. And it's almost like there's this, um, you know, this aspect of shared value that comes together. Um, and so it really is about creating community. Yeah, and I love that, you know, because it's the need uh, also to fit in, right? It's it's the need to make sure yeah. that you're you're part of this um, this bigger piece of the puzzle. Yeah, and that idea of really like kind of building community has always been a part of their brand, so that's huge for them. Yeah, and what so a- I th- I think right now with um, COVID nineteen, I think they're talking about um you know spending three million dollars on the communities that need it the most oh yeah so that would be you know very much in alignment from you know going from the core values of what they value that that's really where they they feel the desire to to invest that's great um so what other brands come to mind when you think about this character type yeah so um airbnb was also one 
um, where we did oh, a case study about. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things they were saying was, we may be apart, but we'll get through this together. <laughs> Even their message when they can't have people stay um, is about that. Yeah. I mean, I love what I love about Airbnb is, you know, the idea that, you know, renting out a space, you know, in your home or renting out a home turned into really actually um, an engaging um, experience. It was more about getting to know, you know, knowing a local. It was about having a friend. It was about, you know, actually that human interaction, um, which is very, very different than just like, you know, a traditional hotel stay or hospitality, you know, kind of um, focus. Um to be able to focus in on that human part of it and making someone feel comfortable and included in a whole new space, a whole new community that you'd never visited before. I thought that was so just totally good guy, good girl next door characteristics. Yeah. And it's, it's a genius way to kind of um, turn the hotel business upside down, just to think about it from a different, totally different point of view. Yeah. And the, the great thing is, is whether it's like, you know, the idea of, you know, uh, supporting their super hosts and kind of just, you know, be creating this kind of community around an, an aspiration and pride and in, in, in being part of their kind of known as part of their group or whether it's, you know, being that host that can, you know, invite someone in and, and, uh, and makes them feel comfortable in a community, no matter what they do, they, their whole aspiration at every level of like their execution really comes back to those good guy values, you know? Right. And so if you think about, you know, the way that they behave, it's about, you know, they work to fit into a crowd or it makes others feel included, right? It makes them, um, they make uh, practical choices. So I thought a great person, persona example would be Mel Robbins, you know, her book around the five second rule and how simple is right. Um, And if you have an instinct to act on a goal, you must physically move within five seconds or your brain will kill it. So I love, I love how she portrays, you know, that really um, good guy kind of person. Yeah, the practicality of it's just something super simple. It's something you can integrate into your everyday. It's, you know, it's not like a big deal. It's just, you know, it's it's an easy way. So it kind of gets to that everyday nature of the um, of the good guy as well. Mm -hmm. And so as we think about, you know, a day in a life and a good guy or a girl next door, um, and we think about little habits that are essential to them or strategies um, um, genuinely how they connect with their audience and sharing these real experiences. How could we think about that as we think of integrating Mm -hmm. it? Yeah. Well, we know that, you know, every, every character that we're going to be talking about, every archetype here has the ability to sort of like, you know, have an extended story. So when we were talking about the lover before, the lover started their day in a certain way. It was very indulgent. It was very um, intentional and very, um, you know, maybe exaggerated the elements that were most important to them. Um, So now when we're talking about the good guy or good girl next door like how do you think maybe a good guy would start their day like how might that be different or unique to this character 
Um, I would think that, you know, you probably want to um, wake up in some and have like some something comforting um, that you, mm-hmm. you and feel, familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something familiar and comforting that you always either get into or do like just brushing your teeth or, you know, whatever that is um, for each individual, but something super comforting, right? Something familiar. Yeah. And that, that idea of doing the same thing every day, um, you know, it it's just something you do without thinking about it. You don't have to put too much mind thought or thought into it. Um, it's kind of like a repetitive task. Um, kind of, you know, people say like, oh, I'm kind of a habit oriented person. I, like you said, you, you brush your teeth, you make your coffee, you, you know, there's not a big deal in it. You just do the things that you do um, and you repeat them the same right. things over and over and over again. And so you make it a um, habit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the people that I know that are most like good guys, you know, from a characteristic standpoint, you know, they just, you know, they feel really comfortable in that repetition. They feel really comfortable in that familiar. And that's what's really important, I think, and unique about this character is the repetition and the familiarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, you know, when we talked about the lover and cleaning their house and they have to like, have all this stuff around them I think for you know the good guy cleaning the house would just be Mm what's the product that I need to do the task very practical that was the word that comes to mind when I think about a good guy it's like practical what's the product I need to do the task no more no less just you know just get things done the practicality um, the idea of focusing on um, being able to um, just, you know, focus on the, the one thing that you're doing right now, you know, making it just sort of like not a big deal. Right. Right. So like, if we turn this around and say, if you were like this concept of the super fan, like if you were attracting, um, this good guy, um, what could you do to attract them? Yeah, so that's a great, great thought. So no matter what your brand is, say your brand's an outlaw, say your brand's a a ruler brand, say your brand is, you know, an innocent brand, um, no matter what your brand is, at some point you may decide there may be a reason to say like, okay, is this a super fan that I want to really focus in on? And if you're focusing in on the good guy um, to delight them, like, something that's going to be overindulgent or something that's going to um, be out of the ordinary or something that's going to make them get, get recognized or noticed or stand out too much actually would not be appealing to this super fan. Isn't that kind of, you know, uh, you know, it's very different to think of versus the lover, whereas the lover actually wants to stand out. They want to be, have an indulgence. They want to, you know, and so really seeing the contrast here, I think the contrast between the lover and the good guy is, is very apparent because um, though they both are very human centered and focused on belonging, um, they take very different approaches and, it, and in, you know, trying to attract one, it doesn't really, do, you know, come across the same way to the other. Right. Right. And that's really um, the really interesting piece, I guess, from all of this is that if you have a brand 
um, really seeing it from the point of view of your customer is critical. And I think a lot of us don't do that. They assume that the brand is you or you, you know, you're attracting your own kind of personality yeah. and yeah. you may, I'm not saying you, you're not, but you, you've got to really be open-minded to see who you're really attracting and what are you doing to bring them in? Yeah. I think that that's really critical. One of the critical things is that, you know, your brand and your super fan are not one in the same and, you know, a good super fan, fan actually stretches a brand. And um, so it's not necessarily always easy or natural to communicate to a super fan. Um, But it's really important to recognize that the power in understanding the kind of the archetype system and the laws of attraction is that, you know, um, you know, you know, knowing the characteristics of a particular consumer type, allows you to then, you know, really target and focus in on their needs, their desires, their, you know, aspirations in the world. And so how, you know, this is a great practice to have is to really get into this mindset and, and think about what would you do differently um, in your daily routine to become a good guy or girl next door you know how do you create Mm -hmm. that weekly or daily practice that brings in these micro rituals yeah totally like for example you know if I were to practice this in a week you know the whole goal would be to do the same thing every single day like maybe even have the same thing for lunch every day you know or maybe wake up and do the same five things when you wake up every morning in the same order, you know, and does that feel really comfortable to you? Does that feel really uncomfortable, you know, and, and that's a one way to really kind of lean into these, these archetypes is to just try it on. Like, um, the, another thing you might like think about doing is like, you know, um, are you a kind of person who wants to like stand out and get noticed or, you know, fit in, you know? And so the idea is like, thinking about the people around you and you know are you fitting in are you using I mean even things that that are as simple as like using the same tone of voice matching their energy these are things that a good guy's gonna do um you know naturally they're gonna you know just make you feel really comfortable and so being aware of that um being aware of this idea of are you making people feel included or excluded and what are the actions you have to take to make somebody feel included. These are all really good awareness building elements that help you then get really specific and ask questions about like, how would I apply this to kind of principles of my brand, you know, experience and communication if I want to either, you know, embrace the good guy, good girl, or uh, look to attract them. Right. Yeah. So we'd love to hear from you and uh, see if you had any ideas and if you can try on and put on this character on for a week and do these sort of exercises to really live like it's about empathy right live in their shoes try to do things that they would do or think about things that they would think so then when it's your turn to kind of um, look at them as a customer or as an offer then you can totally see it from their side And so we, um, next week, we'll be talking about the caregiver, which is the last one in this belonging axis. 
And so stay tuned for our next episodes on each archetype. And remember that the archetype method is based on psychology and human behavior. We help companies increase their ROI by attracting top quality prospects that we call super fans. So if you want to know more about your brand archetype, take our quiz at brandarchetype.co. And that's C-O. So envision your future's customers' needs, boost customer adoption, and drive powerful product and service demand when you learn these small secrets. So thank you and see you next time. See you next time.